Guess who's back? Back again. It's the Bones DK Golf Cast. Tell all your friends. Ryder Cup weekend. Bones DK coming to us from Colorado. How you doing out there, Bones DK? Man, it feels great to just be betting on golf again. I just love DraftKings golf. You get four days of value. My NFL lineups the last two weeks have been dead after 30 minutes and my whole day is ruined. So, um, you know, I just, I just, I'm back to where I belong. It's golf. When it comes to the NFL and college football, I, I am living in the past right now myself, man, getting smoked. It feels good to be back here on the golf cast, but we will have the nickel pod uh, cast. We'll talk about that here uh, at the end of the show, but anyhow, wild man coming to us from Tampa, Florida. How are you today? Wild man feeling good about betting on golf again. I feel great. You know, and despite the hoodie, I just got out of the pool, but it's, uh, we got the AC crank in here. So, uh, but yeah, feeling good. I mean, the only but the only person worse at NFL DFS than you two is me. I host a league, and I am so far into last place right now. It's 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 surreal. You are at the bottom. I'm in that league. I know Bones DK. You are also, and a lot of the guys listening to this podcast are in that league as well. We know exactly where you stand right now, Wild Man. I'm not far above you though. So let's stick to what we know. That's golf, and that's the Ryder Cup this week at Whistling Straits. There is a lot of, like, stories in the air right now and how that equates to what happens on the golf course. I'm interested to get your guys' takes about that. But, Wildman, tell us a little bit about Whistling Straits because the PGA Championship has been here in years past. Uh, Jason Day won here not long ago. Martin Keimer has won here. I can't recall the third champion, but it has been the stage for major golf tournaments in the past Although I did see the rough seems to not really be playing like a U.S. Open would. That would be the major that would be at this event, uh, at this golf course. So what can you tell us about the course? Yeah, yeah. Interestingly enough, none of the previous winners are in the field in the Ryder Cup. Uh, uh, Day and uh, Keimer, who you mentioned before, Bubba Watson, has competed here as well. Um, The guy, actually, that uh, the, the most famous thing about this course is all those waste bunkers where DJ had a one-shot lead on the 72nd hole in 2010, grounded his club in an area that turned out to be a bunker, bogeyed 18, dropped into a three-way playoff, and then was assessed a two-shot penalty to finish fifth. Uh, So there's a ton of sand out here. Um, But, uh, yeah, they had the the PGA of America, because this is a United States Ryder Cup location, gets to control the, uh, you know, a lot of the format and layout of the course. So there's some speculation that they've cut the – landing areas a lot wider and the rough a lot lower to help guys like Bryson and Spieth, um, you know, play better this week. There were some YouTube clips of Bryson on the driving range. Of course, the famous YouTube clip now where Brooks Kepp actually comes up and shakes his hand. They have about a 20 second conversation, but there was another YouTube clip where Bryson was hitting the ball some 420 yards off the tee at the driving range. Of course, he's going to compete in like a world famous long drive contest also. So, uh, you know, where does driving accuracy bones decay and where does length off the tee figure into build your build this week with guys like DeChambeau uh, going after a 400 bagger? Yeah, I'm not too worried about driving accuracy this week. Uh, You know, if you look at the 2015 uh, PGA Championship, uh, Jordan Spieth came in second, and that was at Whistling Straits, uh, same course as they're playing the Ryder Cup. So, uh, and they're going to get the rough a little shorter. So I'm not too worried about driving accuracy. I am looking at driving distance. 
ball striking, like Wildman said, there's a lot of sand and putting. I mean, this, you're, this is going to be a lot of match play and, uh, you know, best ball. You're going to want to make putts. So I'm looking at guys that can make putts as well. Yeah, I mean, uh, again, a lot of like storylines to pick at here, Wildman, both, you know, like kind of Civil War-esque with, within the team of the United States and then Europe just having such success over the last couple of years, like any interesting angles, what's your favorite storyline of the week right now? It's definitely not Bryson and Brooks. I mean, like, you know, I'm pretty tired of that. Uh, I think the, um, the storyline really this week is, is the age difference, the age gap and experience between the two teams. The United States team has six rookies. Uh, I believe they're on average five and change years younger than all the Euros. Um, and then look out for Sergio Garcia, man. You know, he's the all-time leader in Ryder Cup points scored, playing in some pretty good form. Um, and this, this course is right on Lake Michigan, too. So we'll add that to the storyline. It's supposed to be very windy out here, treacherous wind potentially. That always seems to favor guys that grew up in that Lynx-style course. Uh, which would be the Euros. And this course, by the way, is influenced by Irish golf uh, in its link style. So maybe that's a narrative that ends up playing out if the wind stays up uh, for the three days of matches. There is an Irish course at Whistling Straits. Wildman, um, are the bunkers, are there going to be any different rulings on these bunkers since the Dustin Johnson PGA Championship? So for example, are they going to be considered like waste bunkers where you can ground your club everywhere, or are you still having to worry about grounding your club and being assessed a penalty that you may not even be aware you committed? Yeah. You're going to have to worry about it, but the, all the players are getting a, a and, the, and the caddies for that matter. And the teams are getting those documents that show where those bunkers are. Um, so they should know what's going on and, and certainly a heightened level of awareness after what happened to DJ, you know, him being essentially robbed of a major, if you, if you don't know what we're talking about, go Google it. It's, it's crazy. He like puts his club down on a little patch of dirt and they take him out of the playoff. But yeah, the players will have access to that. The team rooms have access to that. Caddies have access to that. I saw your bones DK kind of shake your head when, uh, or nod your head when wild man talked about the age difference. Is that something you're concerned about with this Ryder cup? Well, you're talking about, you know, stats and everything, who to play. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking at the pairings, right? And, and, and what it's looking like is maybe JT and Spieth. Uh, last time they played in the Ryder Cup, they played all four uh, rounds together. Um, so that's something to note. And I think it's going to be Cantlay and maybe Xander. I mean, that's all prediction. That's nothing set in stone. Um, but it is looking that way. So you're looking at Cantlay and Xander playing uh Cantley's playing some of the best golf in the world right now, paired up with Xander, who just won the gold medal. But they're rookies in the Ryder Cup. And then you got JT and Spieth on another team. So that's very interesting. I'm, I'm struggling on who I'm going to really start there with. Or do you start with the Europeans? Because, uh, it, you know, this is setting up like a Lynx course. I think this is going to be a very tight match. I think the U.S. is trying to favor anything in the course to favor the U.S. team. But, uh, man, this Europe team is good. So you're looking at Rory there, too. But, yeah, uh, I'm looking at veterans here. And I'm leaning, you know, with that JT Spieth because they just have you know done this before it's a special tournament and a special time of year it's a special contest being that it is the Ryder cup it's captain mode here so uh bones dk first of all kind of explain how captain mode works and then beyond that who do you like in that top tier because your captain is usually uh time and a half that you're paying for so you've got john rom who's nine thousand eight hundred normally 
he's going to go for 14,700 if he's your captain. So what's the contest even we're talking about here? And who do you like in the top tier? Yeah. So your captain's going to get 1.5 times X the points. Um, so you just get a little bonus there. So you're looking at, you know, the guys that can make birdies, but you know, again, if they're going to play all four rounds together, if Spieth and JT are playing together and they're going to get all four rounds together, and then you play a singles match on the final day, I see the value in Spieth starting with the captain to save a little money there. So, you know, if you start Spieth here um, and then you can see the pricing changes a lot. And um, that's the way the captain mode works uh, goes all the way down to 5,000 this week as well. So you can really get a lot of good guys in there, but you're going to have to play Weisberger, Westwood or English that aren't, aren't guaranteed even two rounds. I don't believe, I think they only need to play one. So um, that's the risk you, you're going to take. Uh, this starts does start on Friday. So um, you, you're maybe on Thursday, they're going to give away a little more groups. We were looking, looking at practice groups. What we'll talk about Wildman was looking at that earlier. Um, we saw some people playing together like Rory and Poulter, um, I think JT and Speed were playing together in the practice round. So that's something to look at. Uh, Wildman might have more on that. Do you have anything about it, Wildman? Uh, it, it seems like a foregone conclusion that the, the, the top three American pairings are going to be Speed, Thomas, Shoffley, Cantlay, and uh, DJ and Morikawa. Uh, and then it becomes a little bit more of a matchmaking uh, um, process from that point on. Are Kepka, that, are Kepka and DeChambeau going to be? partnered together is that something that's like being kicked around right now I, I don't think so it has been mentioned in many many headlines I don't think there's any circumstance in which they would they would even have that uh, negative media swarm around it mm -hmm, mm -hmm. to do it you know and take the attention away from the team you know this format not not only is the format of golf different than a normal week for these guys uh, but DraftKings is really different too you know I mean you can win holes by making bogeys and double bogeys and in the alternate shot format you're actually playing the other guy's equipment so um you know you're trying to match up guys that use similar types of balls similar types of ball flights that spin rotation and things like that i don't see any any way that they're uh gonna get put together that's for, a really good good reasons that's something to think about these guys are very particular with the balls that they play and um as any golfer is and that could come into play in alternate shots. So, you know, again, it's kind of a different Bones DK golf cast than we're used to. Normally, we'd go through each tier here, Bones DK. But I'm going to just kind of let you kind of have at it here in the, you know, there's only 24 guys on this roster here. So who are we playing? And, and, and who do you think is going to have success this week at Whistling Straits? You know, this is a stretch here, but I think I'm going to start Jordan Spieth and my captain. I just think he has the most value out of those top players right there. I was thinking Xander as well. Um, but you know, that, that it's a very tough decision. Can't layer Xander or JT and Spieth. You're going to want to pick two, one, uh, two together there, in my opinion, um, because they're most likely going to play together. So in, in my opinion, you either have those two or those two. Um, so I'm just looking at those. And I think Spieth, Spieth has the best value. Xander's very interesting. You talk about driving distance. He's second in my model in driving distance. So um, Xander, it's a tough decision. Luckily, we have one more day. But I'll tell all the guys right now, I'm torn between those two pairs. So if you like one guy or like the other guy, just go with it. But again, Xander and Cantley have never played in the Ryder Cup before. So it's just something to look at. Um, Xander's in okay form. 
like I said, Jordan Spieth came in second here in 2015. He loves his course, not worried about his driver at all. Uh, he's just playing really good. DJ is definitely very interesting. Um, I don't know how many rounds he's going to get, but hey, guys, he's the number two player in the world coming off a sixth and eighth place, a tenth. Um, he's very scary. Does he care? I think he does. Man, that, that's a tough one. But um, if you know, if you start with if you start with JT and, and, and Spieth or Spieth and JT, uh, this is start there. I'll show the viewers if you're watching this. Uh, gives you about seven thousand dollars left. Um, I think it's there. Anyways, um, you know you're gonna go down to these guys, and this is where it gets interesting. Who do you play down here? The guys that aren't guaranteed four rounds. I'm looking at Shane Lowry, obviously, because there is Ireland course uh, corollary here. Uh, he's playing some of the best golf in the, in the world right now. Uh, Scotty Scheffler is somebody that I think um, out of the four guys that are going to be benched, he might get more. Uh, it's him or Daniel Berger there, more playing time. Um, Berger's definitely interesting here. So, And then, like you said, uh, Wildman, Sergio Garcia, this guy is meant for the Ryder Cup. So I think you're going to want to try to fit him in your lineups. But um, right now, those are my favorite plays. Yeah, Sergio, uh, you just know he rises to the occasion. And actually, he's been playing great his entire career he's really never like slowed down he's been very consistent he's had some moments where he's come up short many moments where he's come up short but he's been fairly consistent throughout his whole career Xander Shoffley also even though it's his first Ryder Cup did win the gold medal earlier this year wild man so uh, he can win in uh, different environments if you will and I feel like this is probably going to have like an Olympic feel to it being that it's Europe versus USA so I'll let you have at it also. Who do you like in the, in the Ryder Cup this week? I'll flip over to Team Europe for a second. You know, there's, there's a couple holes here where bombers have the real advantage. You know, it's not just about – especially because you're playing team golf, right? Like, um, you're not just going to get up and grip it and rip it every time, especially if your teammate tees off first and puts himself in trouble or something like that. Uh, every time there's a premium on long, straight shots off the tee – we come back to the same guy every time. I'm going to do it again. It's Rory. There's a few par fives here where you can actually cut a corner uh, over almost like a blind area and leave yourself a hundred, uh, leave yourself a wedge in on a par five. Uh, Rory has never in his career sat out a Ryder Cup match, guys. Never, never been on the bench. And for those who are wondering what we're talking about there, only eight of the 12 guys play in each session. Um, so there's four guys on the bench every time Rory has never found himself there. Loves the Ryder cup played in that infamous match with, uh, I should say famous match with Patrick Reed a few years ago where they answered each other with like 40 foot birdies. Um, just a guy that, you know, I know is going to be on the course, uh, probably for all five matches. And, and I want to come back to that too, because that's critical. A match lost is more important than a match not played. So we're trying to find those guys who we think can be paired. Like, like let's use Sergio, for example. Number one, um, I mentioned this earlier, all-time leader in Ryder Cup points. But there's a really good chance he's with his country mate, John Rahm, who I think anybody would be crazy to bet against, right? So maybe they come out, blast off, go 2-0 and on Friday, and all of a sudden Sergio gets all four matches. Um, so you got to think about that, too, and the likelihood that these guys will get four matches. I think there's only been one rookie all time that's played five matches. And I can't think of it off the top of my head, but that's not a likely scenario. Um, it might be forced because the United States has six rookies, but 
you know, we're looking at veterans and we're looking at guys that, uh, you know, have been here before because the pressure is different. They're not playing for $10 million, uh, but they're playing for their teammate, their country. Um, it, it, it's important and pressure is real. Any final thoughts, Bones DK, about the, the Ryder Cup that you want to throw out there? I mean, Sergio's a super interesting play. You're right about that. But as it is every week, no matter what kind of contest, whether captain mode or not, although captain does take a little bit more significance, obviously, time and a half we talked about. But it's always the guys at the bottom, you know, the last guy in your lineup that usually makes it. So, you know, who's the last guy going to be in your lineup if you had to go down in the $5,000 and $6,000 range? Yeah, that's definitely a tough decision here. And, you know, like Wildman said, you know, play Rom and Sergio together. They're probably going to play together. Um, Rory and Poulter are, are, are very likely to play together. So you go down there. I like Ian Poulter at $6,400. Um, Wildman makes a pretty good point. Is he, can he handle that many rounds that quickly in, so, in, such, in only three days, right? I mean, he's pretty old. It's a lot of golf. But, hey, Edge, you did it, right? You can play around a day and one and a half. So I believe in these pro golfers i'm not looking at fatigue uh these guys are in much better shape than i am and also are they harry higgs and uh john daly are those guys in better shape than you i don't know i I mean jeez i would say daly and i are. i'd say they eat better than i do let's just say that they might drink as much as i do but they eat a whole hell of a lot better than i do yeah (laughs) but yeah to your point like you know again if if I'm going to start a European side as captain, which is probably contrarian because, you know, a lot of Americans are playing DraftKings. I, I think it's hands down Rory as your captain and you work around it, get Poulter in that lineup as well. Um, if you're looking at Americans, um, you know, Daniel Berger and Scotty Scheffler, in my opinion, are, are going to get the most plays. We're huge Harris English fans. He's great on the sand. He bombs it. Hopefully he gets love. That price scares me a little bit. I just don't know how much playing time he's going to get. I'm looking at Berger, Scotty, and then Shane Lowry, like I said, in the 6K range. Um, Ireland, course, loves the wind. One guy I'm a little scared of, too, is um, Victor Hovland. Uh, he's just not that good in the sand. I know a lot of people are talking about him. So I know it's kind of risky to bet against Victor Hovland sometimes. I'm a big fan of him. But I think I'm going to fade Hovland, hoping that the chalk is on him, and hopefully he fails. So um, that's uh, one move I'm going to take this week. And that's pretty much everyone, you know, yeah, that's pretty much everyone I like down there. Wild man, who's your flyer of the week this week? You got one or two? Oh, chew the gum, baby. 5,400, it's Harris. I think he's going to get uh, matched up, paired up, pardon me, with Bryson for the opening round. And just like we talked about with momentum, those are two, arguably the two best putters on the United States team. I don't think anybody cares as much as Bryson does. Uh, he, you know, he gets that bad rap through the media and all these, you know, internet bullies. I don't think anybody cares more than that guy. And I think that those two guys could come out, win a decisive match and stay together until they lose. And that may never happen. Um, you know, there's a, obviously the, the opposite side of the spectrum there is, you know, on the Cantlay Shoffley uh, pairing, you know, maybe they come out and go, zero and two on Friday and they either get sat or broken up. Um, but I'm going to go Harris English as the flyer of the week. And, and I'll predict this too, because we are talking about positive and negative momentum. The most likely guy in the entire event, in my opinion, to play all five matches, regardless of the results is Tom is Justin Thomas. So, you know, I would try to get him in your lineups uh, if you can. 
As always, it's good stuff, guys. Any final thoughts that you want to add here, Bones DK? Of course, we are going to uh, come back at you guys tomorrow with the Nickel Package podcast. As all, always, we uh, something new that we just started, not as always. It's only the second one we've done, but we've got four college games and one pro game we're going to talk about, and then we'll get your props and Wildman's team over. But uh, are you looking forward to that, Bones DK? You had a decent week last week, went three and two. Yeah, um, I, real quick, I, I do like that Bryson English narrative. If they go 2-0 and and Stricker just wants to keep them playing, that's pretty risky, and you can win a million dollars that way. I wouldn't put a lot of money on that, but if that happens, maybe put a $10 in there, try to win that 100 k um, But, yeah, man, uh, it was just funny. My one, my, my one prop, DK Metcalf, over six and a half catches, plus 135. He gets 11 targets. Guess how many catches? I, I, I'll be I, – I'll just give you free money. Guess how many catches he had? <laughs> Only five, right? Six. Six on the number. Oh, I said over boy. six and a half, six, 11 targets. They, he dropped one. BTO is real, guys. You should listen to the Nickel Package podcast. It's good content. And uh, I'll explain more BTO to you, but just bet the opposite. It, uh, it's guaranteed to be close, and I will be on the wrong end of it. Just I can't. Just- I can tell you this, Bones DK. Uh, I I watch Red Zone, and DK Metcalf wears a freaking pacifier as a mouthpiece. Did you see that? A pink pacifier is a mouthpiece. Uh, he's a big dude, but come on, man. You know, uh, wild come man, on, man, wild man. Your uh, over team over lock of the week last week was Maryland. The over was thirty four. I think they had zero points on the board at the two minute mark of the second quarter. So that didn't go very well either. So is it, should we call it the nickel package podcast or should we call it bet the opposite? What, what do you think? Well, I'll tell you what, I mean, the, the game that really swayed all the results for us was that bears Bengals game where, you know, it was a two point line. It was a three point game. Um, but yeah, the, the, the team total of the week. Um, and this is a teaser. We're betting team totals in college. Um, and we'll explain it. Why, if you want to tune in and listen, but, uh, I feel good. I'm, I'm back. You know, I mean, I mean, that was the one. It, hopefully you did what I did pressed at halftime and got there on the second half uh, team total for Maryland and split it. But because they got to 20. But, I need but, proof of that. P- picks screenshot or didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, I'm at 88 rounds uh, to 100 and I only have about 18 days to do it. I do have two and a half more rounds on the books. And then I'm just going to like grind on a couple Sundays and try and play 36 down the stretch here and see what I can get done. But right now we're at 88. So golf guy WV, those of you that took the under may cash a ticket, but we'll find out. We'll find out on October 9th. Uh, October 9th. October 9th. We have midnight at midnight. (laughs) Oh, geez. Around a day. Here we go. (laughs) It's going to have to happen. Hey, the Ryder Cup is going to be awesome, man. It's going to be great television. And uh, I hope you guys win lots of money on it. As always, Bones DK, thanks so much for joining us. Uh, Wild Man, thanks so much for joining us. My name is Edge. Follow me on Twitter, GolfGuyWV. And good luck this weekend. The Ryder Cup, Whistling Straits. Good luck.